Welcome back, everyone. We've got uh, Ben Carter, the godfather of hardware. George Pitts, looking very interested in the conversations today. And myself, Brian. And we're here to uh, hopefully talk about stuff that's uh, going on this week. Our week in review. Yeah. The week in review. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one thing that's uh, interesting is I heard a rumor about this cool service called the Cloudflare. Where you can uh, have your DNS at, and also if you don't know, you can um, host your uh, uh, your actual site uh, there. Not your not hosting your site, but you can uh, register your domain there. So there'll be a domain registrar, and uh, it's really cheap. I did it for mine. It's like eight bucks, which uh, is gonna be what? the cheapest you can find anywhere. Dude, I just renewed a couple of my domains on GoDaddy, and they raised their prices what? this year. By the way, seventeen ninety nine yeah. for the year per yeah. domain, double. Wow! So That's I could crazy. literally probably buy almost three domains from Cloudflare yeah. for the price of what I pay for one on GoDaddy. Right. That's true. Oh, it's over. Right. Well, there's a apparently they're going to offer a VPN service. A VP what? Uh, yeah. Apparently they're going to offer a VPN service now. I don't, from what I was told, there's no um, date on when that's going to be, but it's pretty exciting. Yeah, Man. that would be cool—a free VPN service. And right, I thing I like about Cloudflare when you reg- register your domain, they actually keep your credentials secure and private. So, do we have a round of applause button over there? You know, um, we need to give Cloudflare. Yeah, I mean, Cloudflare right now is just—they're really they're for the people. Really changing around, so I'm really excited about uh, the things they've already done and to hear about the VPN thing. That's that's pretty that's, exciting. That's pretty solid. I, yeah, I think if they ever decided to get into the hosting business, oh mm-hmm. man, another game changer. Oh man, it changed my life. Right. It it changed my life. It will once you get your domains moved over. Right. Oh, that's gonna start tonight. <laughs> I'm serious. Eight dollars a year. Right. Yeah, you can't beat that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Settled. You can yeah. just return what you bought from GoDaddy. Yeah, I'm going to. I want <laughs> all my seventeen dollars. <laughs> wow, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, another interesting game changer on the horizon. Guess who's getting into the business of internet? Starts with an A, ends with an N. Let me think. Uncle Jeff. Right now, Uncle Amazon. Jeff what? Bezos. <laughs> yes. Okay. Jeff Bezos, yeah. So, <laughs> surprisingly enough, Amazon is working on a satellite internet business. So, it's going to be hmm. low-orbiting Earth satellites, but they're going to be providing... So, we'll be able to see it? You might. You might be able to hit it with a drone. Who was it that was doing drones for... Talking about doing using drones for Facebook. covering Wi-Fi. It was it Facebook? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that, that's kind of an interesting idea, too, but not nearly... As high up as... Uh, as awesome as having a satellite. Right. A satellite's pretty cool. But how fast... I mean, how fast can that service be? Because HughesNet is... Uh, <laughs> HughesNet is... It's pretty still around. The internet. And <laughs> it's not very fast. I got a buddy of mine that lives in Mustang. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, his biggest complaint is he can't game anymore. Because... You his, don't have the upstream is not fast enough. Right. Yeah. So, you know, unless they're... I don't know how are they going to make the speed like, you know, up to where you would want to go with their service if it's not very fast. Well, the HughesNet satellites, those are like 
outer orbit. This is going to be lower orbit. Well, why so don't you they lower theirs? Right. Yeah, so we'll just, just move the 110, the 119 satellites <laughs> down out of... It's just a command, right? A Linux command. Yeah, I think totally. I think we're solving problems here. I think we're doing a lot more than just talking about tech Jeff stuff. Bezos like this. Okay, we're getting on a tangent. Okay, sorry. All right, but yeah, so <laughs> it's interesting, and their goal is to provide internet to 95% of the world populace. So you people in North Korea, wow. you can thank Amazon for this someday. The wow. freedom you'll have. Yeah. That's true. That is a, that's an interesting point you bring up there. That definitely does seem to tackle some controls that countries could implement to prevent their citizens from. How would China firewall it? That's a good Yeah, question. you can't really firewall something you're not in control of. Right. It's right. pretty interesting. But you could also look at it as what if the people who are in control of the satellites are wanting to control the information you're seeing. Now they can control it for the entire world. Ooh. Yeah, so good and bad. Yeah. And they can make it cheap enough to where people want to get do on it. it. Right. And they could sell it and make all the money on the back end. Mm-hmm. Turn wow. into a platform like Facebook. We went from a really cool topic to a really bad topic. We just like figured we out their whole business dark. plan. <laughs> <laughs> I hear those people at Amazon now. Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> We're exposed, guys. We're exposed. Those abort, three abort. bastards. <laughs> All right, so George, what you got for us? Well, let's uh, talk about Amazon on this one. Another Amazon, uh-oh. So it was released earlier today, like right before actually we started recording our podcast episodes, that Amazon is doing a trade-in for all technology devices. Huh? So the service will be you can trade in all your old tech stuff, right? and they'll give you an Amazon credit to use to buy new stuff on their platform. Wow. Hmm. So you can trade in your old computers, laptops, Roku's, Will uh, this remotes, be like microphones. GameStop, where they give you like a dollar for your console you bought yesterday. IPhone. You know yep. what? And this is a little off topic, <laughs> a little bit, but I'm glad you said that because I'm a little upset. How are they still in business? I don't know. How are they're they still in business? They're very good at ripping people off. They're, well, their whole business is predicated on the resell this reselling of hardware why do yep. people still i mean that's the only way they money, money for your stuff at a pawn shop that you can't game stop what right. i'm sorry i'm a little passionate about this why are people still allowing them to screw them by <laughs> by buying a 60 dollar game and then only been able to sell it for six dollars in store credit and three in cash like a couple of months later after they beat the game it's a good racket to have. Um, Gosh, that just burns yeah. me. That makes me want to go start George Stop. Yep. And George give them $1 more for everything and do the same thing. You heard mm-hmm. it here. Yep. You heard it here first. Yeah. Um, Sorry. End of rant. Yeah. I, yeah, they're, they're definitely, you're definitely not getting a great deal there. But I guess you get the convenience of not having to worry about selling it. It just, it but takes such a large a good hit. point that you said, what if it's really cheap, like, you try to sell one of your old Roku's and they give you like a dollar fifty, right? Know? Or your old laptop they give you like six sixteen dollars. I don't know. That'd be really. Do we know? Have you in that thing? Did it say when they were going to do that or no? So according to the article, it is going to go into effect on. Looks like here's going to go into effect. They're going to start. They're going to start testing it in some areas, um, in the next. 60 days. Uh, Amazon has a trade-in program. I'm just reading the article. 
that pays you for your old tech. Here's how it works. Amazon has an extensive trade-in program that allows you to turn in used electronics, tech, and books into credit. So basically, oh, actually, it's up. So they have a trade-in page right now. (laughs) We went from coming to functional. Let's see. What is... Well, okay. No, it's not. So it's just a fax page. Okay. okay. So Fax page. So it's the FAQ page. But okay. uh, apparently the trade-in... Can I get my trade-in back? Huh. Um, no. Once the team has started processing your trade-in. So right. it, once you do it, you can't get your trade-in back. Um, but you won't know the price until you trade it in, right? Well, they'll give you a quote for what, it will, for what the trade-in will be. And if you right. agree to do it and you're... You know, they basically will say, okay, you said that it's in great condition, no scratches, nothing like that. This is how much we'll give you for it. They'll give you a free label. You ship it mm-hmm. to them. Once you ship it to them, which they could kind of screw you here, um, you cannot get the thing back, but they can downgrade the condition. So they can say, well, you said excellent, but we received one that's in poor condition. And it could be truly in excellent condition. And they just decide, well, we don't want to pay them that much. So that's a yeah. risk. But hmm. uh, apparently they have an FAQ page. It doesn't show Why? where you can go and do it yet. Right. But it does show different things. Uh-huh. Amazon certified works with Alexa. Oh, so this is some of their resale stuff. So somewhere you can actually go and do it, but I'm just not seeing it on this page right Interesting. now. Interesting. So. Interesting. Hmm. I just I don't understand what benefit they get from doing that. Well, I think it's just this, the whole thing like yeah, what GameStop is doing. Just the fact that they can buy something for a quarter of the price and sell it for two or three times more than what they mm. paid for it. Interesting. Expand the Amazon marketplace so even not, more. It's not starting really, to become almost right. like a pawn shop. As eBay. Well, like a virtual pawn shop. Yeah, like an True. eBay. But not really that old stuff, I assume. I'm sure it's not going to be very I mean, old. I'm sure it's going to have to be something I can't sell my Apple IIe. Right? I'm sure they're not going to... They might let you trade in game, uh, Goosebump books, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm sure it's going to have to be something that they feel that they can make a profit back on. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Well, wow. all right. All right. Well, here's another interesting tidbit. So the NDA, the NDA has been lifted about a big demo that Intel put out there. So they've demoed their 3DX point. It's also known as Optane Memory now, which... I say it's a really cool game changer for the enterprise environment. So you basically have memory that also acts as storage and you can load it up in your DDR4 slots on a compatible server. So you could have a 128 gig, 256, 512 gigabyte RAM storage, non-volatile memory device on your server. And I mean, that's a pretty huge game changer. I mean, hmm. it is not as fast as DDR4 technology, but I mean, the space and capacity you get with it, with the whole big boost of it being non-volatile, so your system can reboot and then instantly be right back exactly where it was because everything is still in memory, right where it belongs. So there is no loss, there is no flushing of that cache. And it, I mean, man... Think of it in the consumer space. I mean, you could actually have all your games loaded up in RAM and gaming would be very instantaneous like that. I mean, you don't have a load screen. You don't have any wait time. It's instantaneous. I think EA would still find a way to get you a load screen. Mm, true, true. Yeah. Don't worry. I don't think, I think that's just something they Even Bioware. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Anthem people. I know it's a rough, rough patch for you, but yeah, load screens suck. But, I mean, it's really cool technology. I mean, 
having that capacity to actually just add it into the RAM and have that in that space. They do say that you still need to have at least one RAM chip, actually true RAM in there to, for, I guess, to keep up with the speed and caching. Mm. But, I mean, mm -hmm. it's a game-changer technology for them for sure. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's pretty innovative. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, it's good to be an Intel guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> see, there's advantages to Intel. I'm diverse. I like AMD and Intel. <laughs> well, I do, but I mean, they do come out with some really cool technology, right. but I mean, there are some times that they've been big douchebags and they've really hurt the industry as a whole. So I mean, this I see as a mm -hmm. benefit, but there are other things I can say that they've really hurt and detracted for from the mm -hmm. industry because of it. But another interesting side note, um, the update on the Apple and Qualcomm issues. So, you know, mm -hmm. they have their big... Big spat out in court. There's like a billion dollar suit in the U.S. courts, billion dollar lawsuit in the Chinese courts. And basically, Apple said they're going to look for a new vendor. So they partnered with Intel for their new 5G modem chips. But right now, Apple seems to be signaling that they don't think Intel can deliver on it. And I mean, that's hmm. a pretty big blow to the side as a partner, but also, I guess, soon to be a competitor because... Even Apple's like looking at ditching the Intel chipset for their main core processor. So, I mean, they're wor working on developing their own mm -hmm. primary CPU, SOC, and make it an entire platform based on, I think it's the A12 Cortex processor, mm -hmm. ARM processor mm -hmm. that they're developing in. Right. So, that is pretty cool, interesting, a little shocking because, mm -hmm. I mean, Intel's been dogged on pretty good with their like lack of being able to keep up with the manufacturing nodes and then the, even this i mean this is a big blow from another big corporate partner there so like well we love your 5g chip but we don't believe you can deliver it or give us the quantity that we need and it's like it could be them just jockeying to get a better price or just to kind of jab them a little bit to see if they can get some more performance out of intel but it's a interesting play from apple to do that mm. Well, mm -hmm. so here's my thing about that, and maybe you guys can chime in on this. If, <clears throat> which it seems like this is what's happening, Qualcomm's no longer going to be in business with Apple soon enough. How bad does that hurt Qualcomm? Well, we're not certain about that yet. I mean, the lawsuit's still there. They're holding ground, and I mean, Apple's won some part of it. Qualcomm's won some part of it. So, I mean... It's going to be playing out for the next several years. So, I mean, Qualcomm still is everywhere else. So, I mean, Apple's just one of the partners that they got. So, I mean, I could see them taking a pretty good hit from it. But, I mean, they still have all the IP behind their chips and their modems. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's not going anywhere. But, I mean, they are... I think Apple's end goal was to get that licensing IP freed up so other people can develop on that same technology platform. And then we actually have competition. We have alternatives out there. But, I mean, that's just me inf inferencing what I see from Apple and how they're trying to play the field legally. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's... Um, wow. It's interesting. interesting. Yeah, It's interesting because, you know, when you think of Apple, you think of, oh, if you're in business with them, your business is going to be successful. No. But that's not necessarily <laughs> true. They're going to so, use you until yeah. they need to drop you like a bad but, habit. But let, let me ask you yeah. guys this question. If they go out and let's say they develop, because they're already kind of putting a 
a damper on their relationship with Intel because they haven't even really started anything and already saying, oh, we don't think they can, they're capable of doing what we need them to do, which is right. huge <clears throat> whenever Intel pretty much consider themselves the leader in their particular industry. Yeah. Um, and that's to be argued in it, but they believe that. But let's say that Apple decides to go ahead and do this. Could this hurt them if they put that chip in and it totally just screws the pooch and makes the iPhone nowhere near where it is right now from a performance perspective? I mean, with 5G and the big impact behind it on the horizon, I mean, you have to have a solid 5G yes. chip. You need to, to know what to you're do doing. It. And if you don't deliver mm-hmm, on that, mm-hmm. yes, people are going to hate you. They're going to flame your product, and it's going to go in the tank. So, I mean, you can't really just go swap out the modem on a phone like that. So mm-hmm. once you're in it, you're in it, and you're pretty committed you hope at that point. a firmware fix could repair it all, but it could be in the But if it's hardware-related, the there's not really much you can do from a firmware. True. True. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I, but I totally see Apple making their own thing um, yeah. and just fixing fixing the issue altogether. So controlling yeah. it and making it the way they, they want to use it. Could be hit that's, or miss, but just for... Let's just play the. Let's just play this game. Uh-oh. Let's say that it does work out. Do you guys see Apple being a direct competitor to AMD and Intel for processing outside of the mobile platform? Well, they're never gonna put their chips in another system, so True. I mean, there, right. it, True. there is no not gonna be any competition that in arena unless they open it up. But I don't see them ever doing that. Like they uh-huh. like their sandbox, and it's ours. It's ours. Nobody's touching it. Nobody's using it. Nobody has access to it but us. Yeah, they did the the whole clone thing uh, a few years ago in one of their iterations when they were cycling through tons of uh, CEOs. But, um, yeah, I don't think they'll ever go back to letting anyone else make something and, and work with the different hardware. I think they're pretty committed to it. Just wouldn't work. Yeah, and then they, they want to sell they don't sell the hardware to other people to make their own stuff because, well, then they're not making the full amount of money that they could make. So interesting. Yeah. Yep. Um, also a good note, um, Computex is on the horizon and this is a first for Computex, but they are actually having a keynote speaker, which they've never done before. And yes, I know I'm championing that AMD bandwagon right now, but Uh-oh. the Say person so. <laughs> leading it up is going to be Lisa Su, So head of AMD and her topic is going to be high performance computing in this generation. So, mm. Uh, my prediction, this is where they're going to drop the Ryzen 3000 series and have all the oodles of goodies and info about it. So, yes, I will probably be geeking out and all my fandom about it. Hmm. Ben's going to have his his debit card out right. ready to pull the trigger. Ready to go. No hey, promo code needed. New Egg will be preloaded that day. Right. He's probably going to make it required watching of everyone that he walks. He's like, you're not going to talk to anyone who hasn't watched it. And don't come up to him asking him to... To, to do anything for you because right. at that point he's he's on PTO without being on yeah, right. Firewall will be on that day. Firewall's on. Yep. <laughs> no episodes on that day or it'll just be me and Brian. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we can do an unboxing. Nothing. Yeah, an unboxing. Yeah, he told his I'll wife. just record it from home and let you guys add commentary later. Right. He told his wife, <laughs> I got you and the kids a room for, for a whole day. I'll see you guys on Saturday. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. So any other topics to discuss before we wrap this up? Any rants? Any mm, rants? We need to start doing a rant episode. Hmm. Mm. Well, we had a really good rant going earlier while we were on break. Um, this is probably going to last like 
another five episodes. But yeah, home theater PC mm-hmm. from Windows, the media center. Whatever happened to it? Why did Hollywood want to kill that all that stuff? That needs to be its own episode. Right. That right there is going to take some time. Yeah, it's just so annoying. They had such a great product that I thought everyone was really liking. They were using the Xbox. Everyone was going to buy an Xbox. It just seemed like it was a good thing for Microsoft. And then they just stopped. And it was like, it happened kind of overnight. It mm-hmm. was just like, there was no warning. It's just like they came out. Okay, we're no longer going to do Media Center, guys. And then you're like, it was but like, what? It was the product <laughs> that everyone really liked. Yeah, it's like the one product that you guys had that was very consistent as far as people liking it. Because you got some people that don't even like Windows 10. Mm-hmm. And you had a lot of people that didn't like 7. Obviously, I think everybody didn't like Vista or 8. Right. But that was the one thing that the people who actually used it could all agree that they liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really good. And you take it away like... You know, we all use Windows 10. We all have used Windows 7, but n- there's a lot of us that didn't like certain aspects of it. But everyone that used Media Center, let me just stop. Yep. Oh, oh. So we'll save it for another. That <laughs> is just a taste. Yes. But <laughs> I think my prediction of what really killed it was probably Hollywood. They saw it as a threat, Conspiracy they saw it as a way theory. to mm-hmm. cut into Good their people. bottom line. And so they told Microsoft mm. to nix it. Yeah, could be. You never know. It's well, I'll tell like you what, we're going to do some digging. And when we start, Ooh, when, we record, when we record the episode coming up, we're going to have some, we're going to have some new, we're going to have some answers for you guys. We're going to have some answers. That's good. Because really, I want answers for myself. He does. Brian's very <laughs> passionate about it. He's a lot calmer than he was earlier in break. Yeah, ben had a good talk, moment. Ben I want the talk truth. <laughs> Ben's a life, he's a certified life coach. So when we go off the deep end, we usually call Ben. Right. And, uh, he talks us. He talks us through it. Yeah. Talk you down from that ledge every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, if you didn't, it'd be the last time. So. That's true. In That's a way, you could, it only the mistake only happens once. So. Yeah. And it's never happened, has it? Um, not for him. Not that anyone can talk about. Ben is 115 and 0 of talking people down from the yep. ledge. FBI That's keeps true. trying to get him to come work for him, but he says he's he's independent. Yep. And he doesn't yeah. want to work for a government entity. <laughs> Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that was a good weekend in review. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, good. All right. Well, everybody, until next time, get your questions ready for the media center discussion because I think that one, Ooh. I don't know, it might be a, like a two, maybe even three part series. I'm gonna go four part. I think that four might part that might dominate good. the next the next episodes. Yeah. All right. Like we're, we're gonna go look for some answers, guys. I got my magnifying glass. Brian's got on, uh, he's got on his hats and he's ready to do this. Ben's Ben's yeah, ready. He's, my he's dog got his search. flashlights. We're gonna go right. find some answers. Sounds good. Let's go find them, guys. Let's, Let's go. go. All right. <laughs> All right. Peace All right. out. Have All a right. good weekend, everybody. Bye.